1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get set to leave pre-season behind and go full steam ahead into the new league campaign. The League Cup group stage is done and dusted. A few casualties in the top flight. The Celtic draw, Kilmarnock and Rangers are paired with Morton and Wills and Hoffenheim were the opposition for Glasgow's big two at the weekend as finishing touches were put in place. And Brendan Rodgers says he doesn't expect any £15 million signings this summer with the transfer window still in full flow. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight is Kenny Miller and Roger Hanna. And what about this place, Gordon? A brand new season, a brand new studio, a brand new way to watch Mm -hmm. and listen to Super Scoreboard. Brand new signings like Quan and Yang at Celtic, Dessers and Danilo at Rangers and a brand new campaign where everyone can dream that it's going to be their team's season. Thank goodness Clyde won, bucked the train and stuck with the same old pundits. Absolutely, and spent some money as well on, the, on this, uh, on this brilliant studio as well. So, yeah, but uh, after that last weekend of that League Cup, uh, for me, a few managers already start to feel the pressure as this at this early stage of the season, but it's uh, all eyes on next week. Cannot wait. Some things never change. We'll get to the changes in a minute, but 01419511025, and we want you to get in touch. It's a new season here in... Scottish football and Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We want you to give us a call. We want you to tweet us at Clyde SSB and get in touch as early as you can to share whatever it is within reason that is on your mind. But as the guys have alluded to, they couldn't wait. They were like coiled springs. It is a bit different nowadays because not only can you watch us, not only can you listen to us, I should say, you can watch us until your heart is content. I said it last week. It is worth repeating. Why would you not want to look at Hugh Evans whilst you're eating your dinner? And no one's come up with a good enough answer yet, so I'll stick with it. If you are listening, thinking, what's all this about? Check it out at Clyde SSB on Twitter. You can see the show live streamed there every night. You can do it on the Clyde One Super Scoreboard YouTube if you search for that. I think the kids say like and subscribe. Mm -hmm. Roger, Hannah, that's what I'm told, whatever that means. Uh, And the Clyde One Facebook page as well. So... And Lady Keevan says... Don't mess it up, basically. Lady Keevan says if she's had to sit and watch them while eating her dinner for 50 years the rest of the country can do it now and don't think it's gone unnoticed if you looked at this man he said the, he said the, the clippers out what, what number is that have we got that looks fresh that's a, that's, that's a one a half then a one then a one and a half then a clean shave as well and a brand new yeah. crisp white polo shirt yeah. for the occasion looks I don't bar- know about this guy Starney collection Starney collection I don't know about this guy yeah. right enough I'm going to have to raise my game or Move to a night when I'm on my Gordon Dale. Well, I'm worried about him. We'll deal. We'll deal with them later in the week. I've got a few worries as this week progresses. Mm. I am very, very worried about Wilson and DL, their attire, their behaviour, their conduct. So we'll, we'll deal with them tomorrow. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm quite excited. I know. You know, it was six years ago. Popped as, as social media always reminds you. So six years ago tonight, I did this show for the first time ever, and here we are, six years on with a fancy new studio. A bright new dawn, or whatever the phrase is, and you can watch us as well as listen. Yeah, and listen, there's nothing new for the likes of Kenny, for the likes of Celtic's Mark Wilson. They were on the television. Superstars, Mm. Champions League, Cup Finals, huge league deciders. The last time Gordon Dale was on television, it was black and white. You're my uh, dark horse for this week, though, right? Because you're right. You're in superstar company, Kenny Miller and Mark Wilson, Gordon Dale. I mean, Man City, the, 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 the life that that man has led. I'm expecting one or two 
didn't know that's what Roger Hanna looked like comments oh. I think you're the man because again Hugh Keevans he's, he's plastered everywhere for the last 70 years or whatever a lot, a lot of disappointed people I, I think in the I'm going to check Twitter already I think you're you're the one you're the one that's going to be I didn't know that's what Roger Hanna looked like you think Kenny? Well, listen, there's a big chance when you look at this the star-studded lineup that we've got uh, ex-players and, and journalists on the show, it would be like you say, Hugh. I mean, Hugh's been here forever. Yeah, you know, everybody knows Hugh. Name. Everybody knows what he looks like. So, yeah, maybe you might be right. Do you think you went in your cardigan for the occasion? That's what I, I'm wondering. I, 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 my sources tell me he has his wardrobe planned for later in the week. Good. Well, listen, look, it's a it's an exciting new change for us and hopefully for you as well. I can already see quite an interesting... We'll leave it at that response uh, on social media out there. But for some of you, it doesn't have to change at all. If you think that sounds terrible and I just want to listen to the show, well, great, you can still listen the exact same way that you used to radio on your Clyde One app, on your smart device, however you usually listen. Don't let us take you out your habit if you don't want to. I know lots of you go out and about at this time of night, coming home from work, taking the kids maybe to football training or classes or whatever it may be, and you want to listen along in the car. All of that is absolutely fine. Some things never change. We just thought we'd mix it up a bit for this season in our fancy new studio. As we, I mean, I must admit, what about the Clyde One Super Scoreboard branded mugs? I've been here six years, never seen a Clyde One Super Scoreboard branded mug, and straight away, because the big cameras are on, They've got you all kitted out. It's amazing they, what they I wasn't offered a tea or coffee well, when we came in. We could do with some branded tea or coffee <laughs> in the branded mugs. That a, would it, be good. It is a fair point. Anyway, 01419511025. That's the number you need. Get in touch on Twitter at Clyde SSB. And if you want to abuse, sorry, if you want to give polite feedback about the way Roger, Hannah, Kenny Miller, and myself look and act within the studio, you can just keep it sort of polite. No? Won't hold yeah. my breath. No. no, I don't think so Anyway, tell me why it's going to be such a good season Because we're back, we've had a great summer Andrew McLean, in the one hour show You guys have both been involved yeah. But we're back with a bang Focus now on the return of the Premiership Why is it going to be such a good season? Sell it to me This is always a great week in the season Because every supporter Doesn't matter what your team is They will believe that this can be their season Now, for Celtic and Rangers fans That means winning the title For Aberdeen, Hibs and Hearts fans That means finishing the best of the rest Maybe, if you look at the Via Play Cup so far Maybe for St Johnson and Dundee fans It just means staying yeah. in the division but you will see we've got a piece of paper in front of us here where Super Scoreboard are asking for our predictions of the season. I'm already looking forward to that. That will be Saturday. They will all differ, I'm quite sure, because, listen, some people will think one team will win the league, some people will think another will win the league. Who stays up? Who's going to be player of the year? Who's going to be the top goal scorer? You just don't know. And there are so many new faces in the league this season who have come from... All around the globe. Mm. How do they settle, Gordon? Sell it to me, Kenny. Why is it going to be such a good season? Well, what, I mean, what you're hoping for as a fan, uh, the title race goes right down to the wire. It's no one early like it pretty much was this season. Uh, there's going to be the excitement that there has been, to be honest, over the last couple of seasons going into the top six. Who's going to make it? Who's, no, who's not? I mean, I think two seasons ago, there was about three, four points between five or six teams that were all trying to get into that top six. I think Motherwell and Ross County eventually got there. Uh, so th I think there's a lot to play for I think down the bottom of the league as well it'll always be interesting a couple of teams already like you say St Johnston and Dundee have not got through in the in the cup competitions Ross County who were in the playoff last year they'll not want to be in that situation again and Kilmarnock will be trying to pull themselves further away uh, for that relegation like they were last year so there's so much to play for again when you're really focusing on the top 
it's, for me at the moment it's way way too soon to be mm. picking uh, who's going to win leagues and I know you'll have the, the uh, yeah, I mean, the we're going to make you. Of ultimately. Course, uh, listen, I know you're in. I'll sit on the fence. <laughs> Absolutely sit on the fence because I think at this moment in time, particularly in the Rangers' point of view, it's way, way too early to judge what they're going to be and all the new signings have came into the team. So, but uh, listen, absolutely buzzing for Saturday. Absolutely. 01419511025. Roger's right. I do like this time of the season because we can all dream about what your team's yeah. going to achieve. It might be absolute nonsense. It might come nowhere near uh, to fruition. But nevertheless, I like this week. So get in touch. Let us know. I suppose all about pre-season in general. Why don't you tell us what you've learned from your team in pre-season and does it matter? Because I know a lot of people completely disregard it, don't think it matters at all. So what have you learned over pre-season and how much does it matter? Uh, I think judging by social media, it does matter quite a lot now because we're just so desperate for a kind of football fix over the summer. So Hoffenheim and Wolves, the opposition at the weekend uh, for Rangers and Celtic respectively what did you learn did you learn anything does it matter let's start summing up pre-season I know Celtic have gone and uh, stuck another game in and a very worthwhile one tomorrow as well for James Forrest testimonial but by and large pre-season is done so what have you learned and how much does it matter the transfer window very much open uh, and uh, any St Johnston fans out there is your season ruined already or did teams like St Mirren last year show that you can recover from League Cup disaster uh, to go on and have a good season so what have you taken away from the League Cup group stages they are finished the draw was completed last night as well I'm sure you saw them um, Morton um, heading to Ibrox Rangers uh, Celtic sorry going down to Kilmarnock St Mirren Motherwell quite a tasty one on all Premiership ties so there's a few in there let us know what you made of it I can see calls coming in so we'll do that in just a second we usually do this on a Monday and I thought we would throw ourselves back into it since it is a new season. Limited games, only the yeah. via play cup. Do you have a result of the weekend for me? Well, no depot, no problem. Air United oh, six, about Air United Allo and Nil, top of the group, right through to the last sixteen. Davy Martindale and Livingston, beware. Honestly, Robbie Burns over there never fails to give it a mention, Kenny. I've got to go Stirling Albion away at St Johnston it's just a, it was an incredible result I mean to go there and win probably would have been enough to get it but to go and win in that manner yeah. incredible result I think we might revisit that at one of the next categories any goals of the weekend you have to search far well, and wide to find them you know something It's I'm going to go for an old pal an old teammate of Kenny's Kurt Broadfoot back in the championship with Morton having played in the okay. Lowland League last season he scores his first goal for Morton at the weekend in the Cup and lo and behold, it gets them in as one of the best runners up. And he's now going back to Ibrox to take on Rangers. Student of the game. He's managed to see all the goals. Any catch your eye? And I've not seen all the goals. I'll put that out there right now. But I think was it St Mirren's first goal was a, was a really, a really good team, good team goal. One, good it? team yeah. move and, and finished off. So I'll, I'll go for that. Any howler of the weekend? I mean, I like to think that we don't do too much negativity in the opening day of the season. But who am I kidding? This is Scottish football. What was your howler of the weekend? For all those who don't like VAR... There should have been VAR in the Aviva on Saturday afternoon because I thought Matt Doherty going down under the challenge of Joe Hart, not a penalty. Bro, now we're back. We're complaining about penalties and pre-season friendlies. <laughs> this, this is now a no. <laughs> we've been we're on back. last week. Todd Cantwell, that one midweek as well. So Listen, we're right back we into are it. Back. I feel like I've yeah. never been away, Kenny. And I'm just going to flip it. I'm going to go St Johnston as a whole. Be. I mean, it's it's. Last season, not making it through. This season again, new manager at the helm. You're you're hoping for something different, a, a positive start to the season, and then to finish it off. I mean, it was just an incredible yeah. result, one way, but a really really poor result for St Johnston yeah. in front of the well. Fans. Listen, we can get stuck into that if anyone wants to talk League Cup group stages. You know the number, which leaves us with 
Man of the Weekend, top performer. I'm going to go Young Lennon Miller. I think he's uh, he's came into Good this Motherwell team over this the, the cup. It's his second goal this season already, uh, and looking already that mm. he's going to be a he could be a big player for Motherwell this year. And incredible to think because history making in here, of course, the first night that we've streamed the show live that you can watch it as well and Roger Hanna's shirt is actually older than Lennon Miller it's amazing <laughs> when you think about it isn't it only yeah. by a couple of months I should yep. point out but nevertheless Roger um, his team lost 3-0 he only played 45 minutes Where is I this think going? special mention for Martin Boyle he ah, has okay. been out for a long long time like he's it. missed the World Cup he's missed half a season at Hibs he got 45 minutes at Blackpool at the weekend and Hibs might just need him in Thursday night in Europe I like it 01419511025 Let's get stuck in The first caller of the new season The first caller of this new era Of being able to watch Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's Stephen in Wisher How's it going Stephen? Yeah hi there, how's it going? Now please tell me you've phoned to just talk football And not to slaughter us for how bad we look on TV No definitely football <laughs> Good, good man What's on your mind tonight? Uh, just, I, I'm really worried about the range of attack options. I'm a Rangers fan. The range of attack options for me look really good. But I'm quite baffled that they're not targeted any defenders. The defence really worries me for the season, yeah, especially like the fullbacks. Um, I've watched a couple of the friendly and they just seem to be making the same mistakes as last year. The defenders just, I don't see why it changed, but they're the same defenders, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I did say you don't have to be optimistic about the new season. That's just the, the beauty of it. Pre-season does bring that fear sometimes or that uncertainty or maybe that dissatisfaction at what you've seen your team do. Is Stephen right to have concerns about Rangers defensively in particular? I think the, the, some of the goals that have lost, and I think Michael said it himself in, in post-match interviews, have been pretty poor. Uh, and again, I think for... For Rangers fans now looking to try and be optimistic going into the, this new season, it's, it's the only area of the team that you're probably looking at that it'll probably be the same back four at finish the season with Goldson coming. For me, it'll be Tavernier, Goldson if he's fit, mm -hmm. Suter and Barisic. It's going to be your back four. Uh, we've not seen a lot of Sterling as yet. I think with a little injury over the over the pre-season, so you're probably going into the into the first league game and probably the Champions League qualifier where our back four is there. The one thing I would say, I would definitely say the other two areas of the team are stronger. Uh, so maybe that's an area where the Rangers fans are looking and thinking, and definitely Stephen is that they would have liked to see it been strengthened the same way as maybe the other areas of the team. But I still think it's quite a it's a it's a strong backline. Yep, there was there's been poor goals lost over the over pre-season and when you look back at the end of last season there was some mistakes I wouldn't say there was there was, there was particularly bad defending but there was some really poor individual errors that cost goals high profile goals as well so it's uh, listen there's still five weeks to go to the transfer mm. window that could be rectified once the start of the season comes Rangers don't need to sign a defender can you? it's as simple as that because the back four you mentioned there won't strike fear into the hearts of but they've signed two Roger that's the thing though. they've signed Balogun and obviously they've signed Sterling yeah but the, for me Sterling's back up for Tavernier and Balogun's back up for as you say Suter and Goldson but Suter's had a, you know, a few injuries in his career he missed the majority of last season Goldson twice last season missed spells he's not going to be fit I don't think for Kilmarnock at the weekend Barisic is he ahead of Yilmaz he's behind Yilmaz Nottingham Forest we're looking at Barisic could he go he's in the last year of his deal I just think when, when you think you know Holanda has left and Sands isn't there anymore and pe people are, have gone Ben Davis for me didn't cut it last season at all and I think once Jose Fuentes is in from LAFC mm. I think in the last few weeks of the window Rangers will target a, a defender So Stephen is a lot of this coming from what you've seen in 
pre-season how much do you read into that you know we said it at the top of the show a lot of people don't necessarily pay that much attention but you almost have to it's all you've got to go on what have you learned what have you taken away from the recent games for me friends I don't really most seasons I don't really watch them because they don't really mean it to me to be honest um, but I'm watching these games and like Barris at Chino he's had a lot of stick in the last few games but last season it was an old man running up the rings I mean like it was always back the way side the way and he's got guys like John Lundstrom they still seem to get up place the team I don't know how he still starts um, he, I don't think he contributes nothing when I watch the games um, I just I'm totally worried about the defence to be honest um, I was always a big fan of that game but I just think at his age I wouldn't have, have brought him back in I would probably try to sign I know they were interested in fans I think the guy's name was yeah, I've only been back three days on this show, Roger Hannah, and I can already sense a theme developing, and it is around left back at Rangers. Borna Barisic, to be fair, has had criticism before. I don't think this is a new phenomenon in pre season, um, but it's intensified, I think, over the summer, based on what we've had on here. And then people were who were maybe looking or hoping that Yilmaz comes in and shows that actually, well, that's it, that's the fix right yeah. there, that's an obvious upgrade, and that's the, the direction. That has to be taken Maybe that hasn't happened either Is that where calls like this are coming from? Yeah, I don't think Yilmaz has had a great pre-season To be honest I think Rangers supporters who saw him at the end of last season As you say, were hoping he would kick on They were hoping he would be the number one Outstanding choice at left-back But Kenny Miller just picked his Rangers first choice back four And Borna Barisic is still in that back four So it will really be interesting I still don't know having seen the Rangers results The team lineups, the changes through the pre-season I'm still not sure what that starting lineup will be at 5.15 on Saturday evening at Rugby Park. Mm. Um, if it is that back four, who's in front? If Sifuentes comes in this week, does he go straight into the team? Is he ready to go into the team? I think Raskin will play. I think Cantwell will play. You know, Stephen mentioned Lundstrom. He's not the only Rangers fan who's expressed those mm. reservations about Lundstrom this summer. So does Ryan Jack play until Sifuentes is ready to go? And what's the front three? What are, you know, mm. Michael Beale has given them all a go pre-season what is the front see what Saturday? I've noticed is here is this new look for Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard is going to take a bit of getting used to because in old money when no one could see us I could just go like that to Roger Hannah we're late we're late for the break point at my watch give it, I could do something even more untoward but we, the cameras are on us so I just had to sit and wait and let them finish and I'm looking at that clock thinking we're late for the break. Is that why you threw your phone in the floor? Uh, it was um, a minor mishap. It oh. fell out of my pocket onto the floor. But anyways, listen, it's... it's Let's try and kick you under the table there, uh, Roger. Give, to try and take the hint. Anyway, we will be back very shortly. Keep those calls coming. Thank you to Stephen. Not only the first call of the new season, the first call that you could watch, I guess. Yeah. You can see Stephen, but you could see us. Anyway, 0141 951 1025. Get your thoughts in and we'll speak to you next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller are here on 0141-951-1025. I've never seen two pundits breathe a bigger sigh of relief at the break before. Usually it just passes off without incident. But I could tell you two were literally under the spotlight now that you can of course watch Clyde One Super Scoreboard every night as well as listen to it have you collected your thoughts you good to go again yeah I was for the be, second part of the show excited for a moment because usually when nobody can see us the producers sort of buzz about us all the time and as soon as you went to the break they come busting through the door I was sure they were going to fill these branded coffee mugs <laughs> not nothing. a bit of it and the thing is if you think we dress bad wait till you see them if oh, they ever yeah. happen to make an appearance on the screen it will be 
uh, quite something. Some interesting feedback though was it Dean. Dean sent a message in to say uh, that Roger Hanna's younger than he thought. Outraged by that. That's 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 not the, that's not the type of feedback I had in mind. I must admit. Um, but loads of people listening. Great. I mean, you've been spotted out and about today. Rod says he didn't look that smart when he saw you in a well-known indoor shopping centre this afternoon, he says. Oh, was that in the avenue uh, this, this yeah. afternoon? Yeah, after the gym, I was in my gym gear. You were what was clocked, it? The athletic exactly. gear, what was it? Yeah. Sportswear. Sportswear or whatever it was. Wear. Active wear, yeah. Um, I mean, John Witherspoon, I like John's style. John, I mean, his name's Witherspoon and he's got his own pub but I don't think you know what I mean I don't think yeah, it's that yeah. pub he appears to have like his own bar in his house which looks great and he's got us I don't know if he's trying to chase punters away he's got us on a proper projector behind his pool table with his oh. puggy or games machine or something in the corner that proper looks, that setup that look. I mean listen I, I'm happy people walk but no one needs to see us in like a hundred inch screen do you know what I mean a phone or a tablet I think we could we can just about pass off but I think John will be uh, having his night ruined as we speak. Anyway, 01419511025. Please do get in touch with us. And in fact, John and Blantyre has done just that. How are you, John? I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call, lads. Uh, I was just, I'm, I'm, I asked Roger, I said, OK, he's, he's obviously, I used to watch that. Most of that's nothing up with that. He's, he's going to fancy Rangers for the. I would ask That's former Celtic Roger. striker Kenny Miller you're talking about I'll have you yeah, know, By the way By the way Stephen Kenny left I said to a few of these supporters Tell you we've got a really good player there he, I was actually disappointed to left Because I thought he was a really good player When he was at Celtic So none against Kenny at all Appreciate it John obviously going, I know he's obviously going to the season. No he was a He was a good player uh, I'm just going to ask Roger If he honestly thinks Rangers have got any chance Of winning the league Of Celtic well, you'll have to wait for my prediction to Saturday, I'm afraid, John. But do they have a chance? Yes, of course they've got a chance. Um, <clears throat> you never know how these seasons are going to unfold. The season that Rangers won the league under Steven Gerrard, I think I tipped Celtic because you thought there were a juggernaut going for 10 in a row and the juggernaut crashed that season and Rangers won the league by the first weekend in March. Kenny, you'll remember? Yeah, it was a good few games so ago, yeah. you do never know how these seasons are going to go, John. Um, I think, you know, every, all the neutrals, Kenny was saying, they want a tight finish at the end of the season. We haven't had too many of those. You know, Celtic, the majority of seasons have run away with it, living out the last 12. Very seldom was there a close season within it when Rangers won the league they ran away with it as well. So the neutrals will want a thrilling post-split finish next May. Rangers have a chance, John. You'll need to wait and see my tip on... Well, hear my tip on Saturday because I think I'm at Celtic Park. You wouldn't see me. I'm glad I'm glad you clarified that. I thought you we were going to get us in bother there. Um, you're teasing, John, with your prediction. What has events over the summer done then to, to sway you either way? Because... It has been a remarkable summer. You know, we had, you know, we forget that going into the Scottish Cup final and Celtic are going to win a treble. Ange Postacoglu is still there and yeah. Jota's still there. Now, of course, they've got a very good manager in to replace him and they still have a very good team, but just it's different. It just feels it, it's different from it what is, people would have expected. It is different. I, I think there's a degree of certainty at Celtic. People know Brendan Rodgers had, had Celtic gone for, for someone else an unknown quantity it might have been different people know Brendan Rodgers they know what Brendan Rodgers will bring people know the majority of this Celtic squad as you see Jota's left but you know Celtic could start the title defence against Ross County on Saturday mm. with 11 players who won yeah. the title last season uh, John sorry I think you were trying to come back and yeah, take it I, away I, I think um, with the season that Rangers stopped to, to Celtic 
collapse. I mean, so that's that's unusual. I mean, the record speaks for itself. The amount, of, the amount of trophies I've won over the past 10, 11 years. I watched them against Wolves. You know, they should have been, I think they hunt the bar three times, as well as Kyogo's goal. You know, they gave Wolves in the first half, and that's it. And maybe you can try and tell me Wolves weren't trying, because you're no, no trying two weeks before the start of your season. So nobody can say that. So Wolves were, Wolves were trying, but Celtic totally outplayed them in the first half. And this is a team that's, well, mid-division, the so-called best mm. league in the world. And I watched Rangers, and I watched, I watched, the, I seen the first couple of goals. And Cantwell, who's meant to be a superstar, he was back defending for most of the game. So what I'm, my view is, Rangers will day all right, as usually they, against teams like Hibs, they, they just, they can't compete. The Celtic squad is far too good, far too strong, and what I've seen Rangers signings, I think Celtic will win the league by 10, 15 points, and I don't even think we'll be. I don't think. I think we'll be done by Christmas. Sir. See, this and th- this is the beauty of it, John, because you're more than entitled to say that, and Kenny Miller's more than entitled to have a big cheesy grin or laugh or whatever that was, and then people who are watching are more than entitled to take a clip of Kenny Miller's <laughs> face, then play it back in May if it does happen, or March it'll need to be if the points uh, yeah. gap is is that. Um, I actually didn't realise it was the Kenny Miller derby at the weekend. Celtic and Wolves. I never thought of it. Two oh, of your I two of your that. former clubs yeah. close to your heart. Um, Again, that does go back to what we said with the first caller. How much does it matter? And what can you learn? I did see Celtic fans for, for this game. It felt like on social media, it felt like they were a bit more... In, they, they were quite encouraged with what they saw. It felt like they, they were happy with the way Celtic pressed and, and looked to go about their business. It maybe wasn't, put it this way, it wasn't the Celtic lineup you would expect to see regularly throughout the season, was it? So maybe it's, we're still to, to sort of see what the, the familiar look looks like when it returns. But what you've got is we've touched on already, you've got a top, top level manager come in and there was mm. a lot of opposition to maybe Brendan going back to Celtic, a lot of noise for, for a certain section of, of the Celtic support, but they've got a top manager in there. He will come in and I've absolutely no doubt he will move it on, he'll progress it. Celtic have been quiet for me over this over this closed season. Rangers have obviously had to go and do this, this rebuild, revamp, refresh, whatever you want to call it, and they've done it. You know, I think Michael's got the lot of the targets that he wanted through the door and he's got them in early as well I mean I'm still kind of waiting and I know Brendan's saying he's not going to go and spend big 15 million 20 million a player I, I never expected that mm. I expected maybe like a big name signing somebody to come in you would think wow that is really going to impact our starting lineup. where on the other side the Rangers had to sign players that were going to start so you'll see four five maybe even starting players in that, that, that starting lineup for Rangers up in the, when they take the field at quarter past five at, at Rugby Park on Saturday and this is why like I think it will be close and I think it's too early to be calling I know I know John's and he's right to be optimistic he's just off the back of a treble but this Rangers group's a completely new group now. We'll have to wait and see how they're going to respond to Scottish football and, and the challenges that they're going to be facing and, and the pressures they're going to be under over the course of the season. So, listen, it's interesting, it's exciting. Like I said, can't wait for the, uh, for the kick-off this weekend. I'll tell you what, let's hear from Brendan Rodgers, those comments that you alluded to. He was speaking to Sky today. He did, as you say, rule out any sort of 15 to £20 million pound signings on, on a player this summer. He is keen to improve the squad, as you would expect, but he says the transfer fees might not be as big as some people think. We want to improve the squad. I think everyone looks and thinks that we might be bringing in a 15 20 million pound player. Now, the reality is that that won't be the case. Uh, it's, it's not where the, the club is based on, but, but that doesn't mean there's not talented players out there that we want. Um, so we'll, there's still... 
quite a way in the to go in the, in the in the window. So we'll look to improve the squad again and continue with that. We've done a lot of early business, which has been great. That allows the players to come in and settle. And of course, we want to do some more. So, um, but I'm quite calm in that. And uh, as I said, the players that we have are working very well, and we'll look to uh, bring some more in to help them. I can almost imagine this just being taken two ways, Roger. A shrug of the shoulders from many, like Kenny, who's able. I didn't expect Celtic to sign any £15 million players But it was Brendan Rodgers who said it He said the phrase I think people are expecting £15 million player And you know that that's not going to happen I appreciate I'm paraphrasing What did you make of those comments? I think he's just He's more or less said that before earlier in the summer Celtic's transfer policy now Is, is there for all to see And Brendan is a fan of it He wants to bring in young guys like Navrocki Defender from Poland the two Korean lads at signed last week, Telio, Holm, guys like that, who he believes he can develop. He believes he can make them better players during their spell at Celtic. And he believes he can then sell them on, but like Celtic did with Jota, sell them on at a profit. That is Celtic's transfer model. Ange Postecoglou was happy to work along with it. And I think because of the first time Brendan Rodgers was in, and he did spend some big fees the first time he was in. I think people expected him to come in and, mm. you know, there'll be a seven or eight million pound winger and there'll be a six million pound fullback and there'll be a ten million pound goalkeeper. And Brendan's just laying it on the line. That's not mm. going to be happening. See the joys of this new era on Clyde One Super Scoreboard where you, where you can see is that I, I felt under pressure taking a sip of water there to make sure I was doing it in the right fashion. And I genuinely think I want to choke on it and I'm trying to like hold it. Can you see my eyes watering? Watering. <laughs> Because I can't, at the age of 33, drink water properly under pressure. People so what always, I'll do people always seen that, that is uh, screen I'll bring James and Mary Hill and then hopefully I can get a sneaky cough down behind the mic. James, take it away. What's your point tonight? Hi there. Well, I've only got two uh, just now. It's just regarding the winner and probably so far the signing, I think, for Celtic is. Uh, I'm a Celtic fan. and um thinking Celtic will win the league comfort- comfortably. But... Uh, what the other um, person said before Christmas, we can only wish. But um, regarding all of the signing so far, I think um, this Naroki boy looks well. Um, also, I've only seen clips of him, but it was just to thinking of yourselves, uh, what do you think so far? What you've seen, and maybe I might be wrong, but who do you think could be the best signing of the season? All of this, James, is setting up new. Topics for us You've been working on your pronunciation It's far superior to that of Roger Hanna Navrotsky Thank you This is the man who brought us He had Rocky This is the man who brought us Christopher Adger A couple of years ago So he <laughs> is not Navrotsky. to be trusted No you didn't I'm, I did so Narocky. You said no Rocky Rewind your telling No Rocky You said No I'm not having that You did It was like Gervin's <clears throat> Apollo Creed impression No It was Anyway um, James thinks signing of the season I mean who knows There's one of you in here Tipped John Souter To be player of the year In Scotland last season um, No accounting for injuries Exactly It might have happened So again We're struggling to Add any accuracy To predicting the league champions Predicting signings of the season Really tough Is, is he the one then That Is closest to Sort of going in And impacting Celtic Right now you know, yeah. going into the starting eleven. I think James's point was, you know, maybe it's Celtic's best signing might not be the signing of the season. I don't know if I heard that no, wrong, I think, but anyway, I think he was giving I th- it the full the full build up. No, well, I would definitely say out of the, out of the players that have been signed so far by Celtic, he would look like the one. Because it's also an area of the pitch that I think that mm. 
that you could maybe dip into and, and improve. So he definitely looks like one that, that could step in. Uh, they've talked very, very well of him in, in relation to the, the potential and what he could be and, and the levels he could reach. So it's uh, it does look like a real positive signing. I think there is a few signings that Celtic have made that do look to me, again, like maybe kind of projects... Uh, there's a lot of development might need to come in a couple of them before they maybe really impact that's that starting lineup. But Navrotsky looks like he could be the one ready to, to step in. I mean, it's the Carroll style felt, it's the it's the Carter Vickers partnership, which was good. I just think again that left side of that centre back is maybe an area that you could strengthen. James is pretty happy with that signing, certainly amongst others. Yeah, and it's interesting. You look at the Wolves game at the weekend, Celtic start with a centre-back pairing of Stephen Welsh and Liam Scales. You can't really see that as being the pairing going forward. It's Carter Vickers and AN other for me. Starfield, I thought, did fine. Did absolutely fine. season, to be honest. The, the only didn't. time there were questions asked about Starfield was after Carter Vickers was injured and Starfield was having to play with Kobe Yashi or he was having to play with Iwata. You know, and he, he sometimes was over on the right-hand side. I know he's right-footed, but he did look more comfortable to the left of Carter Vickers. But you do always need competition. Morris Jens was signed. Christopher mm. Julian was allowed to go. Kobayashi didn't convince. Iwata, for me, is not centre-half. I know he played the cup final in some games at the end of the season. They needed someone, and I think that's why Brendan Rodgers has gone to Ligia Warsaw and, and got him. Thank you, James. I'll make them commit to a signing of the season when I get these predictions from them. Don't you worry. Now, we are going to get another breather before your calls. However, let me run this past you first. Oh, you're kidding me on. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The Cash Register. Clyde One. Yeah, your neck of the woods again featuring Roger Hanna today with staff nurse Lynn in Ayrshire who started the week by winning more than 51 grand on the cash register I mean I thought we were having a good Monday getting to come in here and see this fancy new studio Would I swap it for 51 grand? Better not answer that But she says she's going to spend the cash doing it at the house Treat herself to a holiday uh, And it could be you When I say that I don't mean you two quite literally But you listening or watching uh, You could be the ones deciding what to spend the money on tomorrow Gary Spence is going to make the call after 3pm and you need to know the amount. It's £52,365. £52,365. Enter now by texting YES to 61025. That's Y-E-S to 61025. If you get the call, answer within five rings. Make sure you know the amount uh, and all the usual T's and C's. Texts are £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entry is £2 and you can enter by phoning 0330-880-4523. Calls charged at the standard rate. Lines close at 3pm on Tuesday the 1st of August. It is over 18s only and the rules for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website. So for your chance to win one final recap, text YES to 61025. £52,365. Good luck. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller are here We are back with the two-hour version of Clyde One Super Scoreboard We take it down to an hour of course In the summer then we go back with a bang As the Premiership season nears its beginning And it is not, not long at all Just a few days Away And it's a new look for Clyde One Super Scoreboard as well Hopefully those of you who have decided to watch As well as listen tonight are enjoying it They're getting some sort of 
kick out of it out of seeing what people like Roger Hanna actually look like I told you you would be the real source of yeah. fascination everybody knows what Kenny Miller looks like and no one cares what I look like so you are you are perfect for this and uh, I like the way that Joe Aitken has put it because he says who does Roger's voiceover that's definitely not the voice for his face <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> I get mean? that I, I get it I think so I get it I, I know what he means I, I, I think, exactly to be fair I think for quite a while I, people would if I met them would say that they assumed I was some sort of old man because I don't know because they just think everyone's like Keevans and DL I don't mm -hmm. know um, but there we are your voice does not match your face says really Joe Wakin ever had that I mean is, yeah. that, is, that, is that is that even a criticism I don't know, I don't know. no I wouldn't take it as such no? I think the real losers this week are going to be Hollyoaks their ratings mm, are going to plummet everybody's turning it off I know. turning off the television to watch us can you imagine some Channel 4 exec just tapping into the figures What's, what has changed what, what, why are we down so much and then stumbling yeah. upon this? Brilliant, honestly. You ready for your first televised, live streamed Beat the Pundit? Oh, that's a big test. Never thought about no. Yeah. no, I did think about that actually. I, I was doing a wee bit of homework earlier actually, and I forgot to bring my stuff with me, so I'm mm. I'm winging it. So I'm winging ten it. minutes time. I spoke to the producer. I, I don't have. I'm I'm very you know low maintenance. I don't make many requests, but I said that could we please have the can, the pundit. You know, really zoomed in a real tight shot right on their oh, face. I don't want HD. Come on, just to see the, the anguish uh, as they try and go through the the answers. But we'll I, see. You've I, got a bit of time. I was going to ask that fifty pence. I don't see it. You had that fifty pence for oh, months and years. You know what? Actually, I thought it's either in the old studio. That's a good or point. Kevin's just taking it home with him. That is a good point. I will see to that before beat the pundit. Anyway, it is a Ross who's up next. How's it going, Ross? Um, hi, Gordon, Roger, Kenny. Hope we've had a good summer. And you, Ross. Thank you. Um, now I'm wondering to talk about um, the game tomorrow um, Obviously it's Celtic's first game back But it's also a night to uh, um, praise a man in Forest um, And I'm, I'm looking forward to it I think he's been long overdue um, A testimonial And I think it's just a night for us to remember um, What a servant he's been to Celtic And I just think it's it's a, a good night for, for tomorrow For, for various reasons For it being Forrest's testimonial and uh, Rogers' first game back as well. Mm. So um, I'm looking forward to getting back into, into games at Celtic Park again. That's a fair point, Roger, because even when James Forrest is like officially the best player in the country, as he was a couple of seasons yeah. ago, there's still a very sort of understated, quiet mood that surrounds him. Just be, I don't know what the type of guy he is, perhaps. So it's... Um, it's some, it's some effort to get a testimonial in this day and age. Absolutely. And he's still only 32. It just seems that James yeah. Forrest has been around forever. He is one of the most decorated footballers in 135 years of Celtic Football Club. He has won multiple league titles, Scottish Cups, League Cups. He's won, I think, nearly 40 caps for Scotland. He got a hat-trick for Scotland, if you remember, mm -hmm. a few years ago under Alan McLeish. He has been a wonderful player for Celtic. Great player for Scotland and it's lovely that he's getting recognition at the testimonial tomorrow night. It's also lovely that so much or oh, so many of the receipts from the game tomorrow night are going back to charity. I think it's a lovely touch by James and by the club to hand over so much money. I'd encourage people to go along and see the game and do their bit for the good causes as well. And it will be a night that James Forrest deserves, Gordon. 
Absolutely. Brilliant servant to the club. I mean, fast approaching 500 appearances, over 100 goals. You've mentioned all the trophies as well. As, uh, as he's had a brilliant Celtic career, I mean, he, he might see it out as a, as a Celtic player. He might be a one-club man. Uh, it's, it's good to see when, again, when they get to this stage of their career and they've gave this amount of their, not just their career, their lives to a, to a football club like Alan McGregor's a few weeks. So it's nice to recognise these types of guys. And like you say, you just hope that's a, it's a full house. Get everybody there to support it. Again, it's the last game before the start of the season as well, so there'll be something there on the game. Mm. But brilliant for James to like, to get that recognition at Celtic. Ross, at this stage of pre-season, with a couple of days left before the Premiership returns, how are you feeling? People have got the right to change their minds multiple times throughout this week, but with a few days cushion, how do you feel? Um, obviously, the transfer though is not been as spectacular as I as I was expecting, but. Um, I don't know, I'm just a bit nervous this year because, for example, last year under Ange, we knew exactly what we were getting. With Rodgers coming back this year, we don't know what we're getting. Um, so I'm a bit nervous this year um, about if it's mm. going to work out or not. I get that, Roger, because you said earlier the Celtic fans do know what they're getting because it's Brendan Rodgers who's been there before. But you also would get where Ross is coming from because all they know for sure is that they're not getting Ange. So they're not getting that exact yeah. style. How much will Brendan Rodgers try and stay close to that style because it was extremely successful? How much would he look to, to add his, his own spin on things? And then I think Ross said that you know the transfer window is not as spectacular as he would have hoped. Now, on one hand, Celtic maybe didn't need huge surgery because they were champions and they, they were comfortable. But fans like Ross were still hoping by this point there would be one or two signings that you would say well they'll go straight into the starting 11 and make us better yeah I mean there is the element of if it's not broken you don't need to fix it Gordon and I think that's why Celtic signing policy this close season has been about I hate using the word project but younger guys with development within them who can go at a higher price further down the line if Celtic start against Ross County at the weekend mm. with 11 of the players that won the league last season I don't think Ross or any other Celtic supporters will be complaining because they did so well last season the other side where the unknown quantity is how good, bad or indifferent is this new look Rangers team going to be you know if they all hit the ground running like Michael Beale believes they will then they will present a greater challenge to this Celtic team than the Rangers team of last season could to Angie's side I, I, I look at Celtic and I, I agree with Ross I, I don't think the like the summer recruitment and, and and there is unknowns in there you know again like the like Quan and Yang like, like similar to Kyogos and Mieders we don't actually know what they're going to be bringing are they going to impact that first team that, that starting team I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure the one thing I do know is I don't think they're as strong in terms of their starting lineup. they've lost Jota he's one of the stars of the team to, to, at this moment in time it doesn't look like he's been replaced and again to go back to Brendan Rodgers' comments I don't think Celtic fans are expect, expecting 15, 20 million pounds on a replacement but they're expecting a, maybe a, maybe a more recognised mm. name to come in you think you know like Gordon's just says yep he's going mm. to come in and replace Jot or he's <laughs> going to do that and I'm right I'm saying Alistair Johnson's injured as yeah. well so has the last few years up. though has the last few years not changed that because as an example if you offered Celtic right now someone who would be signed to make the impact that Kyogo has. You would absolutely take it all day long. Yeah. You didn't know who Kyogo was, you know. That yep. we, keep, we keep banding phrases around, like marquee signing. We do but it, everybody's we do it every... no Kyogo, though, Gordon. You know, like no, but that's, like, that's not the point. I'm talking about this, the, the notion that 
the success of a signing or the excitement levels that should follow it are dependent on whether you know whether you've heard of them before or, or what size the price tag is. I, but I think that's normal, was it not? That's because what I mean, like, for it's instance, like a habit if, we if, fall if into, but it doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right. But but it's because of what you know. For instance, when Musa Dembele comes up in mm-hmm. in 2016, this guy's wanted by everybody in Europe. You know, and he's coming out as a, as a real, mm. still a young player, by the way, but a young player with huge, huge potential that you've actually been able to see how, how he's playing. Scott Sinclair comes. This is a guy that's played at some of the biggest clubs in England. So you know what you're mm-hmm. getting. Listen, it's not right, and it doesn't guarantee, one, that they're going to be a success, yeah. or two, a Kyogo, a Yang, or a, or a Kwon are not going to be a success. But it is an unknown, you know, so you can't fully maybe get excited yeah. behind the signing as much as you would like to. You know, you can't fool it because you just don't know. It's tough though, isn't it? Because then the so-called ones that you know sometimes do flop when they come up here. Of course they do. You know, and, and, but that, and that, that, that's the, mm. the the whole thing is like that there's an unknown t- 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 in, in recruitment. It's the toughest yeah. thing for any football club or football manager. You know, and I think what, what Celtic have done and, and Michael to a lesser extent in, in his shorter time at, at Rangers... Celtic have definitely earned the trust of their supporters with the recruitment that they yeah, have done with, with the Mayeras, with the Kyogos, etc. Right. We will leave it there. Thank you very much to Ross now. I'm excited about every bit of tonight's show. It feels new and it's shiny and it's all a bit of a novelty factor attached to it, but I am particularly looking forward to this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. It is Beat the Pundit like you've never seen it before, quite literally. 0141 951 1025. If you want to take part again, there is history to be made here. The first ever live streamed Beat the Pundit contestant. You have to get your call in before 7 o'clock and then you show off to us that you've got superior football knowledge to Roger Hanna or Kenny Miller and there will be a sign ball heading your way if you can. It is that simple. 0141 951 1025. These two are sweating already and Beat the Pundit's up next. Headlines 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kenny Miller and Roger Hanna are here. 0141 951 1025. And we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. We're everywhere right now, to be quite honest, because if you go onto YouTube, you can now watch the show. It's there on the Clyde One Facebook page. It has been streamed live on that Twitter feed as well. And the feedback for you too is. Unbelievable, outstanding, honestly. All positive. Most of it I can't read out on a family show, but the stuff that I can read out has been overwhelmingly positive. So well done. Lots of people excited, as you can imagine, to see how um, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL fare tomorrow. Not quite as sensible as you two, so we'll see if um, the show lasts longer than two nights. My worry for Daz isn't so much the show tomorrow or the show on Thursday. It's what he now does on Wednesday night, bath night, because he can sit in the radio. That's a great point. In the bathroom while he's in the bath. How can he watch... While he's in the bath and How off-putting would that be For the Marvin Bartleys And Simon Donnellys of the world Knowing that Gordon Deal was watching Whilst in the bath That's not a Don't good answer picture that. That's not a good Don't picture. answer that Right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Some good calls already Sort of looking back on pre-season What have we learned? How much does it matter? The transfer window is still open as well If you want to look back on the League Cup group stages Please do Come on, where are you? St Johnston fans in particular St Mirren, Motherwell, Dundee, Dundee United Anyone else who is involved Good, bad or indifferent Get your calls in please I'm even going to give you the chance to win some money In the not too distant future But before that, something money can't buy Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online 
thescottishsun.co.uk slash football I like every Beat the Pundit I particularly like Monday's Beat the Pundit because it's the first of a new week Add on to that that it's the first of the new season and the fact that it's the first ever live streamed Beat the Pundit I'm like a kid at Christmas This is going to be unbelievable Unless I mess up the questions of course And then everyone's got the clip for all eternity You looking forward to it? Always I mean the king of Beat the Pundit No less here for the first televised version Are you ready to let I mean should the coin fall your way Are you ready ready to let the listeners see That you do Beat the Pundit with your eyes shut Oh no the eyes will need to be open <laughs> this, could, this could be my weakness But that's now. like your secret They have to be nah. shut No no they don't No no Heads it will be Roger Tails it will be Kenny Miller Let's bring in tonight's contestant The first A history maker Is Sean in Tallcross How's it going Sean? How you doing guys? Are you well? Have you ever played before actually? Hey, I've not played before Not yet no Even better Even hope. better You're making your debut Under the most terrific circumstances Are you alone Sean? Are you got any help in the background? Uh, I'm alone because you're allowed people. I think people panic when I ask that as if I'm going to like, catch them out. It's fine. Yeah. You can have, bring 15 mates round for all I care, particularly <laughs> when Gordon DL's on. He doesn't like that. Anyway, heads, it will be Roger Hanna Tails, it will be Kenny Miller. I'm waiting on people zooming in now, or um, people can now view my tossing <laughs> technique. It's Tails, it's Kenny Miller. So we're going to have oh, to wait to history. see if Roger Hanna's eye closure continues next week. It's Kenny Miller. Look, at, I actually think he's a little bit nervous, you know. I'm always nervous when I beat the pundit. Yeah. Let me look at these questions. Mm. Give me an old firm game any day of the week, but not beat the pundit. Yeah, it's a penalty or something, you'd handle that rather oh, than. Oh, I don't have a penalty. Anyway, right, what we'll do then is we'll give Kenny some greatest hits radio to listen to. He'll give us the thumbs up. See, this is you're seeing what it was like behind the scenes. I used to press the button. Now I don't press the button. I'm relying on someone else doing it. You can't even hear me either, can you? Because you're listening to Greatest Hits Radio. Good. We're learning on the job. Tina Turner. No less Okay um, I think we're ready Sean You should know the drill But very straightforward If you don't 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay Yep perfect Good man Sean In toll cross 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Name any scorer In the Scottish Cup final in May Ooh Kyogo Jose Cifuentes Plays for which international side who is the only current Scotland international playing club football in Saudi Arabia? Pass. Palmerston is the home of which Scottish side? Queen of the South. In what year did Celtic last win a Champions League group stage game? 2015. Okay, let's bring Kenny Miller back. Are you ready? Ready to go. Ready as you'll ever be. 30 seconds on the clock. Kenny Miller and your time starts now. Name any scorer from the Scottish Cup final in May. Uh, Jose Cifuentes plays for which international El, side? Ecuador. Who is the only current Scotland international playing club football in Saudi Arabia? Jack Henry. Palmerston is the home stadium of which Scottish team? In what year did Celtic last win a Champions League group stage game? 2020. Uh, what championship side were the only team to win all their League Cup group stage games? Yeah. And name any goalkeeper who played every minute of every Scottish Premiership game last season. Joe Hart. Sean, what do you think? I think he's got me, definitely. He definitely had the speed. I know he, he, he held on to it for quite a while into the later stages of his... His career, he still had a bit of a turn of pace He got through more than you But it's not always what it's all about uh, Name any scorer from the Scottish Cup final 
In May, you had the choice of Kyogo, Abada, Jota and Daniel Mackay. You both went Kyogo. So it was, um, and look at that, brilliant. First night back, one hour in, and the chance for me to wash my hands and throw somebody else under the bus. Producer Chris has just buzzed in my ear and said, sorry, the Scottish Cup final was in June. And it oh, was in June. So there we are. Let that be a lesson to you. Um, but luckily, you both still understood the question. So we'll move seamlessly on and pretend that these things don't happen. Uh, Jose Cifuentes plays for Ecuador. Kenny goes 2-1 in front. Jack Henry, Saudi Arabia. What a move for the old bank balance. Uh, 3-1 to Kenny Miller. Queen of the South is the home of... No, Palmerston, sorry, is the home of Queen of the South, as Marvin Bartley will tell us when he joins us on Wednesday. Uh, So well done to Sean, you got that, but Kenny was a man in form at this point, 4-2 up then. Celtic last won a Champions League group stage game in... I'm going to say 2012. 2017, Anderlecht, remember? Oh, I do. Away, under Brendan Rodgers, so still 4-2. The Championship side to win all the League Cup group stage games, Airdrie. Absolutely flying yep. under Reese McKay Barney. They really are doing great things. So it's still 4 2 to Kenny. I think you know that's the end of the road, Sean, and you'll kick yourself for this. He'll be on your. T- you're, not, you're not allowed to look at your phone on this show uh, now that we're televised, but your pal will be on the text here. Who's the only goalkeepers that played every minute of the okay. Premiership? No. No. Well, Liam Kelly. Liam Kelly, of course. Joe Hart no play 112 huh? consecutive uh-huh. games he played Liam Kelly no less. Joe Hart didn't play but I think Ange probably wishes he had at Easter Road at the end of the season remember was that? Ah, I don't remember a couple in. listen the game's done anyway alright <laughs> but Sean Sean you have definitely phoned in the wrong night because I've got my phone at a jaunty angle in front of me and Mr Gordon Diel of Motherwell says he got one there we are Sean you've got to pick your night you've got to be clever with this Sean thank you very much for taking part Cheers, well done, Kenny. Cheers, Good man. A 4-2 win for Kenny Miller. There you are. You're a history maker. Off to a flyer. Not only the first contestant, uh, the first pundit to play the televised... That was a lot of pressure. I felt it. I was feeling with you. Yeah. Are, are we allowed... I mean, we're laying ourselves bare to the audience. <laughs> I, I certainly hope not, are, quite are frankly. Are we allowed to give some in-house secrets? I think that's all part of it. I think that's, that's the beauty of it. producer Chris. We now this season have... Producer John mm, Welcome producer a John A welcome addition And a man who clearly listens to his audience We ask for coffee He gives we you coffee Coffee it Smells strong by the And way. tea how, no. is his, how is his coffee? That smells tea's strong nice. His coffee is absolutely terrific I have to say His coffee in fact Is far better Than his spelling <laughs> Because I might not get The Premiership title winner Right this season When we reveal the predictions On Saturday I might not get the Championship title winner Correct But I'll certainly spell prediction correctly because he's asking Just for. Just keep that hold, keep that held up so that pundit. the new cameras can get how, a good look at it. How would you it. pronounce that, Gordon? That would pundit. be predicating. Yeah, predicating. Predicating. Yeah. We're going to need to do better than that before yeah. Saturday, aren't we? Falkirk fan, no. Well, listen, we've all got our problems, mm. don't we? 01419511025 if you want to get in touch or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB as well. I am going to give you the chance to win some money. I mean, I know a sign ball's much more important oh, yeah. and that's what Sean has missed out on. I'm going to try and give you the, the chance to win some money in the not-too-distant future as well. Jim's in Rutherglen next up, though. How's it going, Jim? Hi, good evening, guys. Welcome back. How are you doing? All good here, Jim. Are you well? Everything good with you? Yes, all good. Thanks good. very much, mate. Um, it's just to talk about the Rangers pre-season. Um, obviously, we've kind of come in for a wee bit of criticism, uh, and I kind of jumped in the bandwagon personally myself. I did kind of have a wee word with myself. We're bedding a lot of players. Um, and just, is it three, three games to the old firm game? I think it is, isn't it? 
Three league games, three league games, yeah. Three league games, so like, just win, even if it's winning ugly, just make sure you get to that old firm game in nine points. But my main point is actually on James Tavernier. Everybody knows Tav's qualities and his flaws are easy to see as well. I've, maybe Sterling is the plan for this, but I've just never understood why we've never signed a solid right back and gave Tav the freedom in the right-hand side. Everybody says we've never replaced Kandias. You've got Tav there to do the exact same role. Mm, it comes up time and time again, mm. Kenny. You've you've fallen into the trap. You've given a nice big shake of the head for the for the watching <laughs> audience at home. You're not having it, are you? No, I'm not having it. Uh, I'm sorry, Jim. It's, it's a completely different role when you're asking James to be that guy up there and, again, do a Daniel Kandias or a, a Ryan Kent on the wing or whatever. It's a different role. James does that role really, really well, supporting for the full-back position for me. Uh, and I know it, it pretty much does give you the, the width as, as Borna does on the other side or Yilmaz, whoever's chose to play with the way Michael likes to play his guys inside. But I just think if you're starting higher up, you're facing back the Way rather than facing forward, but it's a completely different position to ask him if he was to play one up ahead of a fullback. I think it's uh, completely different. Mm. And if I'm being honest, like I've just said, Michael doesn't really play his wingers that wide anymore. He plays them tucked in. If you've seen Lammers and, and Cantwell playing inside, or or even Seema has been playing kind of inside these positions in pre season, they're, they're very, very rarely starting high and wide, which is the old traditional 4 3 3. So, no, for me, Tav. Uh, yep, he's, he, he makes mistakes, but you cannot ever take... At the moment, he's, he's right back. He, he gives you the width. He can supply. You mm. can score. By the way, he can defend. Does he make some mistakes or errors? Yes, he does, like every player does. But uh, no, it's a completely different position for me. The, the one thing, Jim, for me over the years, I've always thought a Rangers manager would come in and play three at the back. And if Tavernier on one side and Barisic on the other... Tavernier and Barisic's best attributes are going forward. Their worst attributes are actually defending and I just always wondered if someone would come in and play maybe Goldson and Suter and AN other at the back and allow those two to bomb on two, two in the centre midfield and a number 10 behind two strikers I always wondered if that would be the change and you look at some of the signings that have been made this season I think Rangers are probably mm. one centre back away from having the ability to do that this season You did acknowledge Sterling has been signed this summer um, Jim, I mean, Kenny's not having that at all as something that allows James Tavernier to move position. But e even one step further then, is it about time there was a more of a, even a competition for James Tavernier or more someone who can and fill in a bit more often? I agree. I mean, I agree with some points there, Kenny, by the way. It's a privilege to talk to you. You're some servant for Rangers, even though you're disagreeing with me. But, um, <laughs> it, um, it, we, we lose the same... I think somebody touched on it earlier. We lose the same kind of goal an awful lot. We are cut back for the flank and then somebody kind of scoring to about eight yards out, nine or a header, eight, seven or eight yards out. I just think we need to be far more solid there. Um, ben Davis isn't the answer to the centre eye. We've really only got one centre half that can defend that's going to be a regular starter, which is Goldson. The conundrum that is Barisic should have been dealt with two or three seasons ago. Easily how he's still there, I never know. But... Um, I think Sterling will play a big part this year. I do. I think we, we need a far more, especially in Europe, we need a far more solid defence. It definitely feels like there are a lot, I don't know what the number, a lot of Rangers fans out there who are, and I don't want to put too strong a word on it, I don't know if worried is the right word, but keen to 
see improvements defensively going into yeah. the new season. Is that, that fair? Oh, listen, of course it's fair because that was one of the criticisms laid at the door last season was the, the defensive shortcomings. The year Rangers won the league, did they lose? Was it 13 goals in the course of the season? Two at home or something? Yeah, that, something that was the bedrock yeah. of the title win under Stephen Gerrard. Teams that win titles don't concede a lot of goals. And there were times last season where... Rangers were having to score three goals to win games. They concede you, a lot of first you, goals as well. Roger, yeah, didn't they? you can't continue doing that, Kenny. So Rangers defensively need to be better. And when you talk about Tavernier, Golds, and Suter, Barisic as the back four, that's the same back four that lost so many of those first goals that were causing so many problems for Rangers last season. So either the personnel needs to be improved upon, or there needs to be a tweak in the system. There maybe needs to be two holders. Maybe that's why Sifuentes is coming into the team to, to protect the centre-halves more than they were being protected last season. Or do you go to three at the back and allow Tavernier and Barisic more protection when they go forward? Overall though, Jim, is there anything else out there that makes you feel a bit more optimistic? Are you still looking forward to the season? Have you, have you got high hopes or is the sort of the other side of it taking over? Well, it's when you make a lot of new signings into it, there's a risk to um, the, the, the risk element's always attached. But I'm far more optimistic this season than I was last. Uh, I just hope, as I say, we've got the three games to get to the old firm game. We've got to get to that nine points. So then hopefully then the performances start to come with results. But So we we'll hopefully just win ugly for a few games and then the more. Can I ask Kenny a quick question about that, it. actually? Kenny, did you play in a changing room, a dressing room at Ibrox when there were so many that came in in one close season and what kind of does that affect it in a bigger way? Obviously, well, we had uh, once um, once once Mark Warburton came in. Obviously, we had that year in the championship, which was a disaster, uh, and a lot of players left that were out of contract, and a lot of players came in. But we were in the championship, so it made the uh, the transition a little bit easier. Uh, but we did still sign quite a few players the following season as well. So, uh, for me, it's no ideal. It isn't ideal. It's, it's been necessary for, for Rangers that this season that they've had to sign this amount of players. I think moving forward, even again, Michael will probably be able to draw on his experiences for when he first came in with, with Stephen in 2018, where they signed a lot of players the first couple of summers and it's just so, so hard to get that many people into a team to make that many changes, get them embedded. And again, they're very unique clubs range in Celtic as well in the relations, the, the pressures and mm. the demands that are put on you. So there's so much to factor in. Again, a lot of foreign players coming in this season as well. They'll have to settle in Glasgow and, and what life in Scotland's like. So it's, it's no ideal, Jim, to, to be honest with you, but it's been necessary and I think the the players that have been signed have, have shown glimpses of equality already in pre-season. But the big shows on Saturday Thank you very much to Jim In Rutherglen 01419511025 Right something A bit different For the first week I'm looking forward to this I mean I'm nervous In equal measure Just to see how It plays out But let me tell you For this week only Your chance to win A bit of cash Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pipelining With Pipeline Energy Solutions you two both look worried and you should be all this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're teaming up with our mates at Pipeline Energy Solutions. Now they're the place to be if you're looking for vacuum excavator hire or grab lorry hire or any of these things that quite frankly uh, Gordon DL, Hugh Evans, and many of the pundits don't know much about but these guys do and every night they're teaming up with us to give you the chance to win £250 cash. All you need to do is play our game Pipeline. See, see what we did there uh, yeah. sort of play on, on yeah. Pipeline um, now if you've ever seen Would I Lie to You mm -hmm. it's a little bit like that 
I think we have to say that for legal reasons that it's a little bit like that. Uh, one of the pundits is going to read out one truth and one lie, and all you need to do is work out which one is which, and if you guess correct, you win £250, courtesy of Pipeline Energy Solutions. So tonight, lucky pundit is Kenny Miller. Kenny Miller, give us one fact about yourself and one lie, and don't tell us which is which, and Roger Hanna and I will maybe try and test you a little bit. So when I was at Wolves, uh, Robert Plant, the lead singer of Led Zeppelin, is a big fan. Okay. Uh, gave me an opportunity to go backstage in, a, in one of his concerts. Okay, and your second one, please. When I was younger, uh, believe it or not, I played a lot of long balls and I was a three times junior champion. Oh, what an outstanding choice, Roger Hanna. Mm. Because Led Zeppelin, he is a Wolves fan, isn't it? I think that's well known. Yeah. So it's, I mean, that sounds. What sounds more plausible to you? Well, see, that did sound plausible, but I look at him tonight. That bowler <laughs> shirt. That's a bowler. That's, that's a bowler shirt. A bowler's bowler shirt. And his pal Stevie McLean, the St. Johnson manager, is a prize-winning bowler in the Borders. So maybe Stephen McLean's had him down at the bowling in Peebles. Hmm. What's your like? It has you, not by the way. You, le- you left-handed, right-handed. I don't know how that's going to help people. Yeah, my okay. Right-handed. What was your like speciality? On the rink, uh, you know, I was just, I was good. I was actually just I was, I was pretty good. I See, did I like, think I did was... like a drive, which was a when you go oh. the big heavy one straight up the middle to smash things up. He's won me back. You can see when he said, "Oh, I was just good." I thought I've got him because that, that that's not what a bowler would say. Then he's hit me with a bit of jargon. Yeah. I love it. It's not a bowler's haircut. Mm. Anyway, right, 01419511025. You've got until the end of this break. We'll pick a caller at random. If you can correctly identify the lie and the truth, you win your two hundred and fifty pounds thanks to Pipeline Energy Solutions. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller are here. It's 0141-951-1025. It's Twitter at Clyde SSB. You can now watch us as well as listen. Hopefully you're enjoying still tuning in. Lots of people, by all accounts, are tuning in. So oh, um, let, let me tell you, judging by my phone in front of me, <laughs> lots of people are tuning in. Getting good feedback? Um, I'm getting feedback. Yeah. Anyway, 01419511025. We're just getting used to it as well. Maybe we'll start, I don't know, acting up a bit as the weeks go on. Or we'll forget, sorry, I should say, not acting up. We'll forget that the cameras are on. I still feel quite self conscious about the full thing. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing how it plays well, out. You notice I never done the celebration when I won the beat, beat the punch. True, you were a bit more reserved. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. in the old studio, you would have had that t shirt over your head <laughs> running around. Well, Keevans yeah. will need to swivel around in his chair. He usually does the, he points to the back of his yeah. cardigan as yeah. if there's a, you yeah. know, a yeah. name on the back. Well, there is. George. <laughs> Marvin Bartley's very animated. I don't know yeah. how he'll, yeah. he'll cope. So no, we'll see. It'll see, be it's these chairs. I mean, the, the viewers and listeners wouldn't see us in the old place. High chairs, a lot of the guys didn't sit in the chairs, a lot of the Me. guys stood, including yourself. Six long seasons. Sitting, sitting down now is going to be a problem for some, particularly someone like Marvin Bartley, who bounces about. Thous- literally thousands of shows I've done standing up. I've never sat down for a show. This is the first one. My knee feels a wee bit stiff. Yeah. I feel like I can do some stretches Stretch during yeah. the next uh, part of the show. But anyway, before the break, we did tell you about something a bit different. That we are doing this this week and giving you the chance to win some money. So let's get right to it. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Pipelining with Pipeline Energy Solutions. I mean, night one of the show and the 
pun game has already peaked pipeline because of pipeline mm-hmm. energy solutions you see what we did there giving you the chance to win £250 cash all you had to do was listen to Kenny Miller read out one truth and one lie you had to work out which one was which and if you get it correct you win £250 now tonight we have on the by the, this was extremely popular let me tell you the phone lines are going crazy but Stacy in Port Glasgow is on the line how are you Stacy? Hi, I'm doing great. Now, Kenny, remind us of your one truth and your one lie, and of course, in whichever order you fancy from before the break. Yep, so Robert Plant, lead singer of Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. big Wolves fan, invited me to one of his concerts when I was uh, a Wolves player. Right, that was one of them. And the other? I'm a three-time junior long ball <laughs> champion. Oh, uh, well, is it the, the obvious one is is Led Zeppelin, isn't it? Yeah. Does that mean it's, that doesn't mean it's right, though? No. Because that's the whole point of this format. Mm-hmm. You could just be teasing us in, going to drop the shoulder yeah. in a minute and roll it into the empty net. Where was the concert? London. Which Old venue? Uh, okay. What year are we talking? 2007. Mm. What are your, your two or three favourite Led Zeppelin songs? I'll be honest, I wasn't a big fan, but you know, it was, you a, anyway. it was an opportunity. It must yeah. be the name one, though. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven. <sighs> If they can name that one uh, Stacey Which one do you think Is the truth Is Kenny Miller A veteran of a backstage trip To see Led Zeppelin Or is he a three time Junior lawn bowls champion I'm going to go with the latter The three ball times champion I can't be having that Kenny Which is the truth And you are bang on Stacey no. <laughs> And I would have been A senior champion as well If the football <laughs> never got in the way You're a three time Junior lawn bowls champion I am I think I beat my brother In the final three years in a row Definitely two years, maybe three years. Roger, you think you know a guy? Unbelievable. A shocker. Well done, Stacey. Stacey, superb. You You have won the £250 pipeline, thanks to our friends at Pipeline Energy Solutions. Are you happy with that? You'd have to be, surely. I'm ecstatic, yeah. I'll go towards my, my drink money for Saturday for the game, so I'm quite happy. Listen, spend it, please drink responsibly. <laughs> I think I'm still legally required to offer that advice, whether we're on camera or not. And you'll, nev- you'll never go past a bowling green again without thinking of Kenny Miller. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think we should get him up in front of those cameras to show his technique. Yeah. Roger yeah. Hanna. What was oh, it, the, the, the drive? That's that the drive, it's just the, the, the so super fast one right the middle. Aye. Everything else out if, the way. If somebody's got their balls run quite close mm. to the jack, you just have to go super fast right up the middle. I think the wee black blazer on the corner with all the badges gave down the away. side sort of gave it away. What was your bowling club again? S Mills. And that's your from Musselbra. Yeah. I think that's the first ever mention of that bowling club on this show in its long proud history. Yeah. Well, there you are. I, yeah. now, I just want to advise this isn't my show, Gordon, this is your show. But for the longevity of this show, mm. if you're doing, <laughs> I know it's coming. If here. you're doing yep. a feature about lying, I suggest tomorrow night that maybe Mark Wilson does it I'm, rather than Gordon DL. I'm terrified, terrified yeah. at the thought of it. The hardest part for Gordon DL will be finding a truth. And do you think he even knows what no. not, what the truth is? No. But anyway, Just go to Mark Wilson. We will play pipe lying tomorrow on the show. That's going to be tough to beat. That was outstanding from you. A dark horse on the bowling circuit. I, I never knew such a thing, honestly. I'll tell you something. The front page of the Super Goals pullout in the Scottish Sun this season <laughs> at some stage will have Kenny Miller back at that bowling club in Musselburgh. Polishing his bowls. Something like that. <laughs> Absolutely uh, Anyway At Clyde SSB on Twitter uh, You can give us a call 01419511025 uh, I mean some of the Eventually I, I don't know at what point 
maybe February we'll get round to actually reading the tweets out about the football but at the moment it's just good fun isn't it just yeah. to sort of see what everyone's saying Ian Marsh wants to know who won the golf between Gordon and Kenny Miller the other week at the Carrick <laughs> moving on Ian that'll not be getting mentioned that was not a vintage afternoon <laughs> let me tell you um, what else is here oh Reno Skill says Roger Hanna looks like Frasier from the sitcom <laughs> Oh, well, I wish I had his money. Uh, I've heard worse. I've heard worse, but I've never. Uh, can you see that? Uh, that's not a bad show. Not, a bad. <laughs> the worst. That not, not a bad, bad show. That is not the worst. And Reno Skill's attached a, a helpful picture. Now, what is good about this? Reno Skill has gone to the hassle of finding a picture of Fraser with the headphones on in front of a mic. So uh-huh. he looks particularly like you. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll have to take that. Superb. Our Twitter audience never lets us down, honestly. It's very good, very good over there. Um, at Clyde SSB, you can give us a call 01419511025. Of course, I still like to talk about the League Cup group stages at some point. Uh, so let's do that. Of course, we have all week anyway, but no time like the present and all that. Let's bring in Glenn, who's in Cumbernauld. How's it going, Glenn? Oh, bad. Good evening, panel. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. Good to have you, Glenn. What's your point tonight? My point is, you were talking about your predictions for next season, mm. who's going to win the league, who's not going to do this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. My point is, I'm a Rangers fan. Okay. I'm going to put it on the line now and say, we're going to win the league. Okay. If, if we don't, I will donate £500 to cash for kids. Okay, now that's a big that's that's confidence and please gamble responsibly and all that. But is it charity and it's our charity and who am I to stand in the way of a man's charitable wishes? Um, what we'll take away from it is the football side, which is Glenn is extremely confident that yeah. Rangers are going to win the league. Why are you so confident, Glenn? The players that are coming in, Kenny. Okay, is it, who, who's impressed you the most? Well, to be quite honest, uh, the Welsh boys that's back from injury. Tom Wallace, okay, yeah. yeah. Tom Wallace, yeah. He was phenomenal last season before he was injured. It was very good, Glenn, yeah, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing him back in the team as well. Uh, I think I'm, al- that- I'm also thinking with Jack Butland as well, because fair enough, he's not played much, but he's been capped for England. He's a decent keeper. I watched him in the friendly in Germany. A few good saves he had. Right, I mean, we're, I think we're still light on the detail, Roger, because Tom Lawrence was signed last year. Yes, he was good. People fell, then he got injured. Jack Butland, is it enough? Is it enough to make you get five hundred quid of your own money to charity? Listen, that's that's up to Glenn. Glenn what I like about business. this weekend, nobody can disprove Glenn. We had Celtic supporters earlier on saying the league was going to be over by Christmas. Fifteen points, Celtic were going to win the league by. Nobody at this stage of the season can disprove that either. And I love the confidence of the Celtic fans. I love the confidence of the Rangers fans. I love that Glenn is going to put £500 of his own hard-earned money to cash for kids if Rangers don't win the league. And I'm pretty sure in the next 25 minutes before this historic edition of Super Scoreboard goes off air, Gordon, mm. we'll have an equally confident Celtic fan who will match that <laughs> oh, no. and one way or other we'll get £500 for cash for kids. Is it, Are you new to this show? <clears throat> the next bid the next bid will be £501. <laughs> Believe me, this is all about one-upmanship. I mean, Glenn, though, you said most of your confidence comes from the new players that have come in, but then you only really mentioned Jack Butland and, and referenced Tom Lawrence. Is, this, is it all going to be enough? Is it going to be enough? Diallo. We'll get, we've got ready players that were dead weight as well with Kent and Morelos. We've got rid of them. Dead weight last season. Done nothing. One yeah. interest in the club. 
it's funny Kenny knows Kenny played for Rangers mm-hmm. He knows what it means To play for a badge You know the thing The thing the, with the, the Bowling club badge That's how to represent The thing with the Rangers sign As I said earlier in the show At this moment in time I think when Sifuentes Comes through the door I would definitely say The midfield This time last season Obviously Raskin wasn't In the building either You've got Sifuentes Who's coming You've got Kieran Dowell Who's been signed You've already got Lundstrom and Jack That are still there as well I think the midfield's stronger And I think the front line you know, Morelos and Kent were on their day really, really good players, but we we never seen them on their day last year at all. That their, their heads were elsewhere. So you're right, uh, Glenn. There was probably dead weight in that team. There has been now four players signed in the front area of the pitch with the uh, returning Tom Lawrence as well. He will feel like a new signing. So I think that whole front line now definitely has to be stronger than what it was this time last season as well. So I think there is a lot for Rangers fans to be excited about. There is still an unknown, again, we talked about earlier with Celtic, recruitment, there is an unknown, particularly when you're coming to this city. Yeah, it's easy for me to say. I want fans of all teams to be excited about the new season. I kind of like that about this week, Roger, that until things go wrong at five past three on Saturday, you can throw out any statement that you like. A bit harder for St Johnston and Dundee Dundee United, etc., after the the group stages. But for, for those who've not yet dipped their toe into, you know, competitive action... Um, although I suppose there have been European qualifiers for Hibs, which again, yeah. um, maybe left a bit to be desired. It's going to be fascinating to see how long people's confidence lasts. Yeah, and for some Hibernian, St. Johnson and Dundee fans, it might have evaporated already. Um, you were at Motherwell and I was. against East Fife at the weekend. Mm. You got to see 16-year-old Lennon Miller. You got to see some of your new signings, Connor Wilkinson among them. So I'll be interested tomorrow night in the debate yourself and Gordon Dell, what the two of you make of Motherwell so far there's a lot of confidence from a lot of teams you think he was there as promised that's why I, I didn't see him that, but that, I'll, that, I'll raise that, this with that, him tomorrow that, that's why I set it up for tomorrow night Gordon I know where he was yeah, we will see we will see thank and you it very, wasn't for part thank you very much to Glenn 101 is that one of the clues for pipeline oh, tomorrow night that's too dangerous you can't that's too dangerous you'll have the show taken off here thank you to Glenn in Cumbernauld if anyone does want to give £501 to cash for kids yeah I mean feel free I don't want to make anyone make rash decisions that they can't back up please gamble responsibly and all that 01419511025 or twitter at Clyde SSB just to almost round off for tonight's discussion on, on pre-season it will, it will have to continue all week that is what well, Rangers done isn't it in terms of the, the games I don't know if they get any plans behind closed doors no, I don't this think week so. I think it's Celtic, just a week of training Celtic still have the testimonial yeah. um, James Forrest testimonial tomorrow night what is interesting is if you are going to pre-season games and we keep debating how much do they matter how much can you learn have You've seen what you think will be the strongest starting eleven. That would be like the first thing you would go for, you know, a clue even. So if you don't think they matter, just even a clue to see what you do next week. Is it safe to say Michael Beale has been trying to get close to his, his strongest starting eleven in a few of those friendlies? And maybe Celtic, for a number of reasons, haven't done that. I know there are injuries, but as Roger said earlier, I mean, what was it, Scales and Steve Welsh, Welsh at the back yeah, um, at the weekend? I think in spells of the Rangers games whether it be for the start or maybe the last half hour of games, I think you will have seen kind of combinations of players that Michael like to see starting the season really, really well. Uh, I mean, I've got a team in my head that I think will probably play once everybody's up to speed. Is Sifuente is going to go straight in? 
There's one thing for sure He's going to be starting games Go on quickly. then Don't tease us like that Make it snappy though Well I've gave you my back four Obviously you're going to have Butler and yep. Goal You're going to have Tavernier You're going to have Goldson You're going to have Suter You'll have Barisic I think Sifuentes and Raskin will play As a two that Roger alluded to earlier I think ahead of that You're going to have Cantwell And maybe a Lammers Or a Cantwell and a Lawrence And I think You might see Danilo and uh, Dessler as a front two and there we are 01419511025 still time for you to get in touch and we'll have plenty more where that came from next number one for football in Glasgow and the West 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard ah we're nearly finished the first one will it be the last who knows there is still time for it to go wrong in the next 10 minutes or so but the first ever live streamed Clyde One Super Scoreboard how's it been? Yeah, I've enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yeah, even though people are tweeting in to see you look like Frasier from the popular US sitcom. I was expecting worse. I have to say. Yeah, McSoonis is actually he's, he's gone to a very good. I mean, I'm I'm hopeless at this sort of stuff. So any anyone impresses me, but the Photoshop looks magnificently. He's got your face on Frasier's mm-hmm. body. I think you can probably see it actually if you're watching the live stream. I'm told these things are possible. So no more will. Us guys in the studio will be talking about all these private jokes and me showing you things we can hopefully show it to the, the wider audience. So you should, in theory, be able to see this picture of Roger Hanley. You've never seen him before. And it, it's on the screen now. And I, I, think, I, I yeah, have to tell I you, you Gordon, the, the ultimate authority. Mrs. Hannah. Mrs. Hannah. Not having it. Is not having it. Ooh, that's, that's, no. No. What, saying that he's... He's better looking. No, no, she didn't no. say that. No, right. no, no at all. No. Just, just not having it. Just not nothing more it. to be said. Ah, listen, I've, it doesn't matter what comes out of the rest of it. Nothing's going to top the fact that Kenny Miller was a champion bowler in his youth. <laughs> Honestly, outstanding. I love that. Have you, I really have you still got? You still got your bowls? I think my dad uses them now. Mm-hmm. Aye. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Aye. brilliant. Can I arrange that? We played one super scoreboard trip to the bowls. Well, we we live quite close to one another. There is a bowling club. Surely, uh, Hugh Evans must have frequented a few no, bowling clubs no, in his there time. Is, um, the, there is no sporting or leisure activity at which Hugh Evans has excelled. <laughs> He's more of a spectator, isn't he? More a of commentator, a spectator, commentator, mm. analyst rather than participant. Gordon DL, is he a fan of the bowls? Um, I, I know he has. Been celebrated in bowling clubs before. Do you know what pains me to say? He is. A, he can actually turn his hand to most things. Uh, not most things, obviously, but most sports or games. That's, he's. He's not bad, you know. Yeah, good he's, snooker player. He's played played against, played snooker, against snooker. Yeah. Good at golf. Mm-hmm. Is he not? The, was he not the under 13s badminton champion or something? <laughs> he claims. I think that is a lie. And bonkle. Um, he's actually not bad at sort of taking to things. Yeah. Sporting wise He's not great at like Quizzing or anything That we do on here But we'll find that out tomorrow uh, Right before we go I think on A St Johnston Football phone in This would have been You know sort of Wall to wall Rage and anger and, and frustration I've always said that About the League Cup group stage Just a personal thing I quite like it I, I, I know it gives a, 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 I've added Incentive to The summer and, and some competitive games But it can really Put you up against it not only are St John's now already before the last match day, they then go and lose 4-0 at home to League One, newly promoted League One opposition yeah. in Still in Albion. Is that the biggest story, if you like, to come out of the League Cup oh, group yeah, stage by, this season? By a distance, Gordon. Now, I will give you a caveat straight away. St Mirren were rotten in the group stages last year. They lost their growth, they lost to Airdrie. And then Stephen Robinson got it right and they finished with their best league, finished about 40 years. That's why you all predicted them to struggle in the league and then they embarrassed you. St. Johnson have taken that to a new level. They lost 
at Stenhouse Muir, League Two. They lost at home to Air United 2 1, and it would have been more, but Air missed a late penalty. That knocked them out. And then on top of that, they lose 4 0 at home to a side who have just been promoted from the fourth tier into the third tier. Well done to Darren Young and Sterling. They've qualified. They will host Aberdeen on a Friday night in the last 16. It will be very valuable to Sterling Albion. But this sequence of results has already put Stephen McLean and his St. Johnson squad under the microscope. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it, Kenny? Because you get, you know, as, as Roger says, St. Mirren last year, it's, oh, you know, it, was a, it was poor, and they, but then they recover. It looks like there's a long road to recovery for St. Johnson, and they may well do it. But as we've said, that that's is that the biggest takeaway from the group stages? It is. I mean, it's it's been a, a really really poor run in that cup. You know, like losing losing three games out of the four against lower level opposition. It just builds a pressure on a on a first time manager as well that you don't really really want. I mean, I I am a fan of the of the format as well. I know a lot of uh, managers aren't, but uh, I like it. It's it's competitive games. It's a chance to get yourself again through in a cup competition that everybody wants to. I mean. Whatever the managers like or don't like, they want to get through. You know, they want yeah. to put their team out there to win games because it's a chance to build momentum going into this league season. Or you get the opposite effect. Yeah. Now you're going into it under a real pressure. Everybody's going to be questioning each other within the building. Again, just checking it. There's not been too many new signings came through the door either. Yeah. So it's uh, it's not a good. Can it, can it be a bit of a no-win situation for the Premiership clubs? Because it's unlikely to imagine a scenario. I did say it. I was at. For Park at the weekend, and everyone was there. Was you know was pleased that, that Motherwell beat his Fife and was pleased that Motherwell topped their group and they were seeded. But no one's ever going to wax lyrical about what the Premiership team does in the League Cup group stage. So it's almost like the only thing that's ever going to really stand out is when it goes <laughs> terribly wrong. Yeah, but but you need to make sure it doesn't go terribly wrong. No, St Johnson were rightly lauded a couple of years ago when they won both cups, not just this cup. They won the Scottish Cup as well, and the greatest season in St Johnson's history. Since then, they escaped relegation in a playoff final against Inverness. They escaped relegation last season, very late in the season, after Callum Davidson had lost his job. Stephen McLean, that, that sort of almost a grudge game at Kilmarnock. Mm. He said they would go and win. That's really right. really yeah, yeah. irked Derek McInnes. Um, they did go and win it, and they did stay up, but it's almost as if it's all catching up with St. Johnson now. They desperately need signings. The bench is full of 16 and 17-year-olds. They will not keep you in the Premiership. And Stephen McLean has said he needs three or four more signings. I think Stephen McLean needs five or six more signings. Otherwise, St Johnston are going to have a very long season mm. ahead of them. I did say you can't, you won't gain too much praise if you're the Premiership team, but maybe that's been a bit narrow. What about, you know, down the leagues, Airdrie, as we mentioned? Is, that, is it the type of scenario that can maybe... Send Airdrie into the championship season, thinking actually, we you know we we could be in the mix at the right end of of that table, despite being the newly promoted side. And why not? You know, Queens Park did it as well, like the season before. The thing about it, you're right. The Premiership teams might not get credit, but within the building, they can build confidence mm -hmm. and momentum going into the season. Well, Airdrie have done that. I mean, they've came off the back of a wonderful season. You know, they've been there and thereabouts in League One for a number of years, and they've got the job done last season in the in the playoff final and. They hit form at the right time, they're scoring a lot of goals and now they've started this season fantastic. So they'll be going into this first weekend fully confident and yet why not? Mm. I mean, I think when you've got a 10-team league and four teams are in the playoffs, 
you know, you've got a chance. You know, it doesn't matter what team you are. I mean, you've seen the Arbroath story a couple of scenes ago as well. So it is possible that Airdrie can go up and be, and, yeah. and be competing at the top uh, end of the league. I mean, the draw has been made, Roger. Stirling Albion's prize for that terrific um, group stage campaign is a home tie against Aberdeen um, on the Friday night, the 18th of August. Uh, Rangers will be at home to Morton the next day on the Saturday, uh, along with Airdrie Ross County, Livy Air, and an all Premiership tie, St Mirren Motherwell. I think Stuart Kettlewell would have hoped for easier given that they were seeded. Uh, and then on the Sunday, 20th of August, Hibs Wraith Rovers, Hearts Partick Thistle, and Kilmarnock Celtic. Yeah, I think it's a decent draw. Kilmarnock Celtic was the semi final mm. yeah. competition, if you remember last season. We spoke about Kurt Broadfoot scoring the goal at the weekend to help take Morton to Ibrox in the last 16. The Fraser Wishart derby. St Mirren against Motherwell Absolutely. will be a good game um, two matches in Edinburgh on the Sunday because I think that's the Sunday between European ties for Hearts and Hibs by the time we get mm. to that stage of the season Air go to Livingston and having won at St Johnson they'll have no fear going to Livingston and as you say it's a great prize for Sterling Albion Friday night Aberdeen coming to town start a great weekend of via play cup knockout football something to look forward to a bit of signing news tonight it's always good at this time of the year when you can keep an eye and get some live breaking news it is from Easter Road and it is Dylan Vente a 24 year old three year deal from Roda in the Netherlands uh, for a fee believed to be about £700,000 Roger Hanna and Kenny Miller that's the important bit here because when our clubs out with Celtic and Rangers spend anything on a player particularly that it's a, it's a fairly sizable statement It certainly is That will be a fair chunk of the Kevin Nisbet money That True. he got yep. from Millwall um, I think Hibernian needed to go and make that statement The performance in Andorra the other night Was nothing short of pathetic If Lee Johnson thinks it's not embarrassing He needs to go and have a think again I think Joe Newell who scored the goal Admitted it was embarrassing Hibs need to get back They need to win the game And get through on mm. Thursday night uh, they need to get Martin Boyle fit as quickly as possible and into the team and they need to hope that Dylan Venter for £700,000 makes the kind of impact that Lawrence Shanklin made across the city Ken Van Veen made yep. at your place last season and that Hibs have been looking for for a year or two uh, So that is us I think we're just about there we'll see how he gets on and maybe we'll get some new signings tomorrow by the time we come on Have you enjoyed it? First ever Live streamed it. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Did it feel any different? Got the season off to a start, running start as well. Beat the pundit. Bulls Maestro. Told it a was lie. On live on air. Yeah, won't, won't be the last. That was alright, wasn't it? It's been great. I Robert Robert Plant's been texting me to say he did come to the O2. I don't think we've done anything that's going to get us shut down by tomorrow. But you know, we, we, we move on one day at a time. It's the pair you've got tomorrow that might get you shut down. That is my worry. That is my worry. Let me tell you, tomorrow night, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson, like you've never seen them before, here from six o'clock. However you usually listen to the show, you can keep it going and you can watch them as well if you're that way inclined. You'll be able to watch the show back on YouTube by searching at Clyde1SSB. Uh, and of course, the podcast, as always, is available wherever you get your podcast. We are back for a brand new season of Scottish football. Scottish football, quite simply, never disappoints. I can't wait. It's going to be quite a ride. So buckle up and we'll speak to you again at six o'clock tomorrow. <laughs>